You are listening to the Morning Bliss with Patricia Mandula. Service delivery watch on the Morning Bliss. We are joined by Ajit Gublal Krishnan, who's the head of Auden Education, a division of Gender Mark Automation. What they are doing is that they are taking the latest technology into our communities, especially the communities in the rural area and our townships, where development is not really there. So giving access to our young people and our young minds to stop playing with um, AI, artificial intelligence, into, you know, uh, edutech, educational technology and the likes. Thank you very much, Ajit, for joining us. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Ajit, tell us about uh, the, 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 the project that you have started in taking um, technology to our communities. How are you planning on, you know, uh, making sure that all communities of South Africa and Africa are touched? Yeah, so um, basically we approach private companies that are interested in developing their communities um, and get them to sponsor our technology and our our people into those communities. Um, And we deploy technologies into schools that have no tech um, and essentially deploy what we call the Odin ecosystem, which is allowing young learners out there uh, to get access to the latest platforms, the latest tools, um, including AI tools um, that we can provide. Um, and more importantly, we do it in a, in a safe way. So uh, every access that uh, the learner gets is opened by us, uh, it's monitored by us, um, and it's controlled centrally from, from the cloud. So, um, you know, it's very important when, when providing technology to learners to, to make sure that it's positively, positively used uh, and we've developed uh, an ecosystem and an infrastructure that, that can ensure that. Why is it so important uh, for technology to become accessible for all um, in this day and age? And why are the schools that are, especially in the rural outskirts, not catered for? Yeah, so I think uh, there's two things. So why is it important? Um, I think the world is changing at a rate that we've never seen before. Um, I think technology is at the center or is driving that change. So for learners to not have access to that technology, to not be seeing what's going on in the world, uh, will mean that, you know, despite, you know, 17 years of, of learning at school and, you know, um, they, they, will, they will be far uh, disadvantaged versus the rest of the world. Um, so exposure to what's happening is incredibly important. And Unfortunately, our schools and our schooling system is, is just not geared up for that. Um, even when we do deploy technology into schools, traditionally, they're just used to teach the, the old curriculum. Um, and the problem with that is even the curriculum is, is fairly outdated versus the skills uh, and the competencies needed uh, to be able to thrive in today's world. Uh, forget about you know, the world in, in a, few, uh, a few years' time. So... Overall, um, unfortunately, our education system is not positioned to prepare our children for the future. Um, and then secondly, I think what's, what's really amazing with a lot of this technology is that 
um, once you're exposed to it, you can learn it very, very quickly. And we see that across our learners, irrespective of the background. Yeah. Um, as soon as they learn and they get exposed to it, uh, our learners uh, become very proficient very quickly in using these tools, um, in playing with AI, um, that uh, in a way, just by giving access to these technologies can almost you know, leapfrog our learners um, to, to be able to compete on a global stage. So what, I don't know what are these aware. technologies, um, Ajit? Yeah, I mean, so, so, you are saying I mean, it's not just like the old curriculum where you've got um, just a computer and software that is probably outdated. What is it that yeah. you are using and taking into the communities? Yeah, so, so we put devices into hands of every learner and then we control the platforms that they get access to on the internet. Yeah. Um, so not only do we just give them all the digital resources they need to study math and their traditional subjects, math, uh, science, etc. Um, on top of that, we give them access to platforms uh, like ChatGPT, like um, you know all these new AI tools that are coming up. Um, and the reason we do that in a controlled manner is because we want them to get exposed to these tools. We want them to you know play with things like generative fill. Um, so that they understand what's out there, what are the tools that are being used, and they get proficient on them just by giving them access. Um, if you don't have access to these tools and if you don't have exposure, you're never going to be competent on them. Um, and without being competent, you know, children are just going to be left behind in the new world. I think all of us realize that with the kind of productivity and the kind of changes to the work environment that AI is bringing, if you don't start playing with all of these tools right away, you will be left behind. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the, the, the saying, Patricia, you know, you're not going to be replaced by AI, you're going to be replaced by someone using AI. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is our children are not exposed to this. Now, um, the, the, there's also the technology for um, voting. We, we as South Africa are going into uh, yeah. the polls uh, next year, 2024. And, yeah. you know, most of the time it's manual. So how do yeah. you incorporate AI um, into the voting polls? Um, so I actually have uh, quite a contradictory opinion here. I think... What the latest advances in AI has done has put the whole cybersecurity world in a, in a bit of a spin, yeah? Um, all of these systems that have been developed, um, you know, security systems and voting systems and, you know, voter recognition systems have been developed uh, based on the risks that are posed in the last, you know, two years ago. And what's changed is that AI has has completely changed the landscape in terms of capability of bad actors. Um, so if anything, I would be very nervous uh, going digital at this stage because really the cybersecurity world hasn't caught up or hasn't figured out uh, how, to manage, um, how to manage the changes in, in sort of capability of bad actors that has suddenly happened in the last six months. Um, so... Across the world, I think all of our institutions, whether it be banking, whether it be, um, you know, uh, sort of the education space, uh, is under huge disruption at the moment uh, from AI. Um, and therefore, uh, from a digital voting angle, I would be very, very hesitant uh, because I think these systems, as of today, are not designed to cope with the kind of uh, security breaches that 
um, you know, bad actors out there have been given uh, just because of the advances in technology in the last six months. Now, let's go back to the education. You say private companies yeah. are, are helping you take this particular technology as uh, yeah. modern education tech leaders into the yeah. communities. When will we get to a stage where our Department of Education works hand in hand yeah. with, with the likes of your company and other companies to ensure that all schools at all quintile levels get access yeah. to up-to-date, relevant um, artificial intelligence, um, technology, and so on. So our kids are taught from ground uh, root level. Yeah, so, um, I mean, we did, when we, when we started this project, we did work very hard to try and uh, deploy this technology through the government. Um, what I realized uh, quite early on was, you know, government is never going to lead on this kind of innovation, um, especially in the technology that we're proposing. Um and that's why we went the route of, you know, private companies and their CSI grants and also their triple B spend uh, to kind of allow us to start deploying into the underprivileged uh, schools, you know, the broader schools. Uh, but ultimately, uh, you're right. I, ultimately, you know, government must look at these examples that, we, that the private sector is showing and realize that deploying an infrastructure uh, like ours, I, I'm not saying it has to be ours across the country. I'm, I'm, I'm quite convinced that, you know, it has to be done. Um, and, and an infrastructure that focuses on um, access to the latest tech on an ongoing basis, you know, because tech is moving all the time. You know, there's no longer a situation where you can, um, you know, introduce a certain technology and that technology's relevance lasts for, you know, five to ten years. Uh, now the window of how relevant technology is that you introduce is probably about a year, um, if we're lucky, two years. So creating an infrastructure in our schools where learners have controlled, safe access to these technologies, where it can be monitored centrally, um, where you can switch on and switch off access um, to, to kind of an oversight uh, mechanism. Um, this is all really important. And I think what we're doing at the moment is trying to deploy it into enough um, enough schools using the private sector for government to finally understand the importance and the relevance of what we're doing and then ultimately adopt it at scale across the country. Um, and, and I just want to make a point. This kind of technology is not following uh, the world. I think we're leading the world. So uh, again, I think it's a, it's a little bit of a mindset uh, both in our, our public sector and our private sector to say, you know, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be working so hard to just try and fix uh, an outdated education system. What we should be doing is trying to implement a system that's relevant for today and actually more relevant for the future. Um, On that note, uh, Ajit, mm. please tell us about uh, quickly just two seconds um the event that's coming up uh, that you have yeah so so i do a number of talks on on ai i've got a event coming up in johannesburg um a corporate event where we actually introduce the kind of technologies that we're deploying into schools 2024 is around the corner people need to use their voting power to do justice for this country people need to vote for a political party that will prioritize South Africans because there's an 18 member that said these people want to take over this country. It's true, even in these puzzle shops in the townships, you'd find the youth roaming around, you know, and 
uh, till late at night, you'd ask yourself, what are they doing there? But we've also realized that there are drugs involved in Yo. those puzzle shops. Zandi, you're opening up another can of worms. We'll talk about that one. We'll give you an opportunity again. We'll give you an opportunity again to come on air. Thank you very much. It's 5 o'clock, 18 minutes. We need to head on out. It's time for the news. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.